The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Media Match, a roundtable of Cowboys insiders dropping wisdom and offering sizzling takes on the current state of your Dallas Cowboys. Now your host, Steve Dennis. Oh, what a night. Late September back in 21. That's the way it felt on Monday night. Uh, Man, what a week. It's Wednesday already. My foursome. Our foursome gathered here today. Three of them are already on to Wednesday practice and moving on. Uh, but on Media Mash today, we got to go back a little bit to the game Monday night and make some sense of it. So let's do it. My name is Steve Dennis. I'm here every Wednesday and Thursday from 4 to 5. Our foursome today, myself, Clarence E. Hill Jr. of Fort Worth Star-Telegram fame and famous for many other things, John Mashota. From The Athletic is back with us on this Wednesday. And Rob Phillips with DallasCowboys.com and other Cowboys media. All right, guys, you were there. You witnessed every second of it. On TV, it wasn't nearly as good, probably, as it was in the stadium. But all things considered, except for a missed extra point by Zerline and a fumble in the end zone that Fletcher Cox decided to eat up, it was a perfect night, was it not? Well, I mean, you had Connor Williams with a couple of holes. Beatis got bulldozed a couple of times. I mean, well, chills. Other wrong. than that, it's perfect. <laughs> chills wrong as usual. Um, <laughs> Get a little specific. So I've been somebody going to... stubbed their toe. Now that you said perfect, I'm just saying <laughs> what all perfect. I'd but they got to win. I'd say I, okay. So I haven't obviously been covering the team as long as Chill, but I've been going to Cowboys games since 2010. Uh, that was probably one of the best games I've been to. For if you include everything, I mean, it was on playoff level, and uh, certainly them having a lead twenty to seven at halftime helped. Um, but because they were playing so well against division rival, and it was the first home game, and fans back in the stands, and Dak returning, like that took everything at halftime, and just was kind of like a match to lighter fluid. And Jimmy Johnson being like, it's it's one thing if you're Jimmy Johnson and you're just like, it, it's not a big deal. Jimmy's at the games all the time. No, Jimmy's never at the games, and he certainly isn't on the field yelling, "How about them Cowboys?" And that's one of the loudest roars I, I think I've ever heard at that stadium. And so that takes it to another level. And then just the way that they play in the second half, you got them getting turnovers again and takeaways, I should say. Uh, yeah, that's one. Of, I mean, uh, for a non-playoff game, that was that was as electric as that place. See there, Grump. You see there. I was grump. not being grumpy. Ma- I Mishota asked. gets it. See there. I, just a perfect soliloquy for, right there. For, he was he was looking at me just now during John's answer and was he gave me kind of the really look, like really. Listen, listen it, to me. Listen Clarence to me. will do. I did grump. not. I did not say it wasn't a great night. Okay, it was a great night. I said it was. I wrote it was the most complete performance the Cowboys have had in the Mike McCarthy era. If you're talking about on the field. Boy, two years. And I thought what you an was, era. Well, a year plus. It, it, listen, we expected a lot coming in. but So I was thinking on the field, he was talking about the team and the game, whatever else. And he said, was it perfect? No, it wasn't perfect. But, yes, it was a great night when you put in all the other factors in. Certainly it was a great night. Right, it was stop. an exciting night for Cowboy fans. No question. Rob, leaning close to perfect. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was, it was damn good. I think when you win a game like that, in prime time, and you're everybody's watching. I think for the offense in particular, it's like put on notice. Somebody said that after the game, right? That was the defensive player that said that. 
Trayvon Diggs. He was asked. You asked him. I did ask him. Did he put everybody on notice? I think they put the league on notice, at least offensively. Defensively, We're going to be a problem. And defensively, we're a lot better than we were last year. And to to your point, it's not perfect because there's there's a lot of yards being allowed still. But when you get takeaways, like you said, John, I mean, that – that can change everything. Saints, no, it was it was, Saints, a, it was electric. He's, no, no question. Yeah. It was electric. I didn't. You know. I think we're talking about we're talking two different languages. All right. Well, I would make this statement. Uh, I think, and you guys can argue it will. I think it was the best night at AT and T Stadium since January fifth, two thousand nineteen, when they beat Seattle in the playoffs. Yeah. No question. Now, now you could argue they started three and zero in Garrett's last year. Remember, they they beat Washington, New York, and then spanked Miami. And and that was a pretty good night, and they were three and zero, and there was a bunch of talk, and then they lost. No, there was three. a lot of excitement, but 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 to your point, that was still the start of the season. Was three and zero? They beat a bad Miami team. Yeah, we knew Miami was bad. They were they were trading for Taco Charlton that week. That's he, right. He was there first. You know they were bad. They needed Taco. <laughs> I think, and then I think with this current team, what's what's the difference from then is like, yeah, during those times, did they have a good offense that could score a lot of points and get a lot of yards? Yeah. But this defense is much different than any of those. And you can go back from 19 back to 16, back to 14. Like, there's never been a defense that they've had recently uh, where you're actually thinking like, wow, they could actually like keep them in a game. Like if they keep getting takeaways and it like this, like there were, there was always a ceiling with those previous Cowboys teams because the defense was only, well, this is what we got. It's going to be try hard and, and they're going to stay in in their lanes and do the right thing. But you knew when you went up against the really good teams, you weren't going to have a chance. You feel like right now that they have a chance against some of the better teams in the league. I think it, uh, you know, we we like to do on Wednesdays occasionally the the cheers, jeers, and fears thing, where we, I mean, I I can think of only one or two jeers. It's cheers to everybody. I mean, you can go right down the list, and that is what is impressive to me about the start this season. And we're going to get into all this stuff. We're we're gonna we're gonna ask the question: What's real? What's not? People are. Obviously, going to get out of control. That's what they do with the Cowboys. Imagine if they'd beat Tampa and they're sitting here three and zero. I think some people feel like they have because there's fans asking us, "Is this a trap game Sunday?" It's like Carolina's three and zero. They're just starting. Yeah, yeah, you know, they did lose a game here. But again, that's why it's important. And Mike McCarthy talked about it this week about. As Bill Parcells used to say, not eat the cheese. You know, can they handle can they handle success? Because Cowboy fans have gone crazy the other way now. They're always talking about looking past Tampa. I mean, Carolina looking past the Giants. Like the Cowboys can get boat race these people. They are have improved. The defense is better, but the defense still gives up yards. There's still room for improvement. That's the most exciting thing about what we've seen. To me, is that you're talking about a defense. That's it's still 2016 yards, but they turn the ball over, which offsets that, and turnovers are more important. But, quote-unquote, if they don't get the turnovers, they're going to be giving up yards. And, and, and the good news is you still have the Calvary on the come mm-hmm. with the Demarcus Lawrence and the Neville Gallimore and those guys coming. All yeah. right, let's, uh, let's hear something real quick. I, I introduced everybody except Chris Beam. Rookie, our fabulous producer, uh, he's with us every time we do Media Mash. He, he put together this comment from yesterday. You guys are right there for it. I heard you badger him again about why wouldn't you keep 
Quinn, Quinn I'm talking about. Why wouldn't you keep Mike a defensive end? That's two weeks in a row you've asked that. Uh, Mishota wanted to go back to a comment a month ago <laughs> about the chip on the shoulders. Very nice. Uh, but here's McCarthy. I love this comment from yesterday. You said Parcells' line was don't eat the cheese. Here comes McCarthy's. Definitely, it's one of our building blocks. You know, handling success is something that, you know, I, I always felt the biggest challenge uh, in life and in in this, you know, NFL game and everything that goes around it. So, uh, every level of success that you have, there's different devils, and you know, when we'll talk about you know an, an excellent, uh, obviously division win, home opener, um, a lot of love from the media. My God, we all got two things this morning. So, except me, of course, but uh, so <laughs> it's uh, no, but I'd, we'll talk about it. All right, we'll talk about it. Can I ask you guys something about that? Yeah, you buy you buy that that's a joke. Him throwing that in there? No. Do you think, do you think that's... Well, I think it's bothering him. Well, I mean, the, first about of the all, clock management? Yeah. Many, oh, just, he heard it. That just, everybody's yeah. happy right everybody's now, but then they're still taking a dig at him. except yeah. him. Sure. Yeah. I mean, first yeah. of all, that's that's the age-old truth. Many truths are told in jest. I mean, he's joking about it, sure. but it's true. He feels it. You know, it's, 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 sometimes you could tell the truth in jest, but I'm, I'm kidding, but, you know, I'm serious. Well, I want to <laughs> make, make one comment about that because I think we discussed it very prematurely last week on the show. I think we did on Thursday. You were with us, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, when Slater asked a very good question, she's not sure what Coach McCarthy does. Yeah, she was <laughs> um, pretty, she she was pretty came right blatant out about that. Yeah. But uh, I want to defend him uh, this week. Now, I'm not going to defend him on what I would think would be normal work by a head coach. Uh, Thinking about the next play to get closer for the field goal last week is normal stuff. I mean, it's it should be second nature. Same thing before the half. Not getting a timeout when they're deep with a minute 50 to go. Get the timeout. That is normal yeah. stuff. And for him to explain it off, oh, we took the cons- – no, you took the stupid route, not the conservative route. But – Did you just call him stupid? No, I said he took the stupid route. <laughs> but, stupid. But, but wait a minute. I want to defend him on one point. I want your opinion on this. He said everybody is getting toothaches. That's his eat the cheese. They have so much sugar, they're getting toothaches from everybody. He, he also mentioned Ex- devils, too. He right. mentioned devils. Except him. That's right, he did. See, <laughs> to me, he deserves credit on this. The, the, one of you asked a question, no, maybe it was Eatman, uh, about the fabric of the team. Call it what you want. The makeup, the fabric. Uh, and I want to make this point. McCarthy gets credit for this. Jason Garrett's message became horribly stale. That's why he had to go. This team, is not, this team is not stale. This team is energetic. This, every single player is hungry. Uh, you, they've had so many injuries to start this thing. Doesn't matter. Guys are jumping in there and, and showing up and, and overachieving. That is the overall feel of a team, the fabric, the makeup. That's what McCarthy gets I, credit for. I, see, you've been here long enough. You know that's recency bias, right? That's, that's recency bias. Because no, I, we I would, go by what we've seen so far this no, year. But what I'm saying is that to say that Jason was stale and his is fresh. He's a new coach. He's supposed to be fresh. Jason was here damn near 10 years. It's going to be stale. It that was, goes without saying. It was fresh and bad last okay, year. Okay, yes. Well, <laughs> it was just bad last year. But I'm just saying they have better players. But I, 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 I take – Jason's guys never quit. They weren't good. 
But they never quit. I mean, they went through a lot of stuff. They had a lot of stuff. You know, one year a, a, a teammate, you know, has an accident and kills another teammate. You know, they were in it to the end. That team did not – they didn't quit. They never gave up. Well, oh, yeah. we don't want to have another no. Garrett discussion. No, I'm Giants not. I'm problem. just saying. But would you, you? But you're acting like you know this team doesn't give up. And they, Garrett's guys gave energy. They weren't good. No, they, they didn't give energy. Yes, they, they did. That's, a, that's the message not true. was stale. That's not true. They just kind of. They just kind of walked that's, through I will, things. I, that's, that's not true. But I will. I will give you. They did play with passion, emotion, and enthusiasm. That's what his word was. Right? No, that was his <laughs> message. They, they weren't listening. They did. They love Garrett. <laughs> but I will. I will, will give them credit. And unlike this year and past year, what they've gone through the first through few games, lose. I mean, I played last week without six starters on defense. You know, having to deal with all the expectations coming into the season and having the COVID setbacks and the injury setbacks, especially on a defense that wasn't good last year, they they've overcome that and not been a problem. I give part. I, I give certainly my McCarthy credit credit. But let's give Dan Quinn credit. You yeah. wanted to give Parcells credit there. I mean, let's give Dan Quinn the <laughs> no, credit. No, let's I, give Dan Quinn the credit. Yeah. Absolutely. And I agree with you, Clarence, on the Dan Quinn thing uh, from the perspective of not only are they playing better, but they're playing young guys and they're making an impact right away. I mean, that game was the perfect example. You have Micah Parsons, Osa Digizua, who outside of Trayvon Diggs were their best two defenders. And those two guys were... In a, in a draft day trade is what they got for giving up Devontae Smith, basically, uh, to the Eagles. And it just we're not used to around here defensive guys making that quick of an impact and that big of plays in big games like that. And so to your point with having so many guys injured, how many players that they've either signed in free agency, which we all know they don't spend a lot in free agency, and they've drafted and put them out there already and they're making an impact and it's only week three. I mean, yeah, that, you can give credit to whoever you want, but but that that's the difference between a lot of those Garrett teams. Yeah, and—, and, and Yes, let's go back to Quinn. Do you think last year or the year before that if you had injuries on defense line, they would move the linebacker to defensive end? Well, they didn't have a guy capable of doing that. I was just going to say that. I think that even if Michael was on that team, they would be so rigid in what they do. We we like you know Armstrong they, they would not yeah, move yeah. they would not move him I don't think they would either but they they're just it's tough because he's so such a rare I, piece that it's hard to say for sure I know but I'm just saying they they're so they were so rigid in how they did things oh, and the sure. best thing about you know, or, you know what they would have done? They might have moved him there, and then they just leave him in one spot. We're right here covering the team. I honestly couldn't tell you from week to week where Mike Burns yeah, is going to line up. Here's the other flip side, too, on the offensive side of the ball, because if we want to talk about adjustments, you know, they've decided with Zeke, like, we're going to keep him fresh, and if if we're getting a certain look, we're not going to worry about carries and touches for certain guys. We're just going to do whatever works. and. Zeke's the only guy average like 14 carries yeah. for the first three games. Yeah. He doesn't seem to mind. Nobody seems to care because they've got enough weapons. It doesn't matter. And maybe in pass regime, I don't know. Maybe they would have force fed well, things. Jason would have hit his head up against the wall. Yeah. He, he maybe he would. Yeah. Well, I think we got to get think, those dirty yards. Those dirty yards. I think that was right. hidden genius by Kellen <laughs> in this game because he understands what Zeke heard all week. There was a couple of opportunities in the second half, third quarter, where he could have gone to Pollard. And he didn't. He he wanted Zeke to get his I, I group back. I, I disagree. And, well, he just he wanted Zeke to know that he's still Zeke. He could have switched off of him, I, I think and if, he didn't. I think if they really cared that when he got to 17 carries, 95 yards, they'd have got him his 100. That's a good point. I mean, I don't and think he's still under 20. I, I think I think game. I think that that was part of the game plan. That was they stuck to the game plan last week. Like they stuck to the game plan against the Chargers. That was just how the game plan was. The the 
way just Zeke talked about it today, if they're going to play shells, you know, they're going to run the ball. And they ran the ball, and, and they were physical. Mike McCarthy talked about it. They were going to be inside runs. And if you're going to do more inside runs with that team, then Zeke's going to be the guy to get the bucket of those carries. That's what he does best. I don't think it was a situation where Zeke heard all this negativity. Let me just give him a bone to, to, to shut up the fans. No. This was about the game plan. That's the beautiful thing about this team and what they're doing. They're not worrying about egos. The players are not worrying about egos. They're not worrying about this guy needs to get this many catches and this many touches. Let's do what's best. The game plan is going to be dictated on what's best to win the game. Dak Prescott, they make the calls a lot of scrimmage based on what they see in front of them. And that's why they've had so much success. I thought it was interesting, too, that to that game plan point that you just made, that they were willing to go with an offensive guard at fullback on the first series. This wasn't like, let's throw this in on a goal line package. It was on the first series. It was like, we're going to establish the run. Let's let's get out there, and that's what this defense has given. Or yeah, this defense has given us. Let's establish it, even if it means bringing another offensive lineman out there to block. And and, and I think that was, again— we talked about Dan Quinn. Let's let's give Keller Moore's flowers because he's done. You know, we love the swinging gate. You know, and with the Chargers, now he brings in a backup offensive line, using the fullback. Because seriously, one of the things that we were worried about this offense was being able to score in the red zone, short yardage, all this stuff. Well, let's bring this wrinkle in. We're going to bring a, a guard and play him at fullback. Yes, they used it outside the red zone. But they also used it in the red zone. I think that's part of improving that red zone, short yardage attack. They were four for five in the red zone against the Eagles. Let the record show that I disagree with you. I think there was a time where Pollard disappeared in this game that he didn't no. do last week no. because Kellen Moore wanted to keep Zeke on the field. That's my opinion. And, and I think it was genius because he, he – you know, Zeke had a week where he heard a lot of nonsense, and you're right. The the thing about this team, it reminds me of Jason Garrett's best year, by the way, since we brought him up, when he coached the hell out of Dak as a rookie. And the way that season went along with Zeke and Dak brand new and Tony out of the picture, uh, that was a remarkable year. And the, the thing about that team that, that smacks of this team is they didn't care. In the middle of a game, they just they just did what they did. They drove it, and if adversity hit, they didn't care. They drove it again, and that's what they did in this game. I mean, when when uh, Dak fumbles the ball and Fletcher eats it up, and it's seven seven, uh, adversity hits right there. All of a sudden, they they drove the the six plays to, to get on the board seven to nothing. Boom. That happens. Uh, And then they drive it again, 12 plays for 75 yards. Don't get in the end zone. Zeke doesn't get in, and whether you like the replay on Dak or not, adversity hits again. They've got Philly pinned three and out, three and out immediately, and then they drive it immediately down the field. They don't care. They, They just do what they do, and it reminds me. Of that 2016 team when Dak was brand new, but and, he's he's a different player now than he was. Yeah, <laughs> completing 80 percent of his passes, yeah. And they don't seem to care who gets how many touches for who, you know. But at least publicly, nobody seems to care, and I, that can be a problem. I mean, it can. When you we've seen it in past Cowboys teams going way back, guys didn't get their touches. To I mean, it, it becomes a topic of discussion. Well, To should have got more touches. Let's be clear though. Zeke did say last week that he doesn't care what fans think because they're not writing the checks. That is not a comment from somebody who doesn't care completely. All I'm saying, well, every, they're every, all they're all team players, no, which is yeah. a nice vibe. No, McCarthy said it best. Everybody, it, you're not a skill position. You're not a guy that handles the ball who don't want the ball. You don't get to that point yeah, in your career. You want the ball, yeah. but, but they want to win. They've been through so much. Zeke, he said it best today. 
this is a 17-game season. He knows, you know, the toll is taken on his body. He also knows this is a longer season. Keep him fresh. You know, Todd asked about, you know, running backs generally got to get lathered up, lathered, lathered up excuse me, a lot of carries. You better 25, 30, wear them down. Season now it's about being fresh because it's not just about being fresh at the end of the game. It's about being fresh at the end of the season. They'd rather be fresh. It, and he not- also added Go at the very end that, yeah, he still feels fresh. But not as fresh as he felt week one. No, because so it's pregame. Right, right. Pre- I mean, because it's football. I mean, people yeah. understand it still takes – it's 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 a, you know, 50 car wrecks, you know, every Sunday. Especially, you Zeke's, gotta, especially Zeke's running and, style. And the way he runs it. So, yeah, it's it's an issue. So, uh, not just the running back, the receivers. You know, you saw Amari with the big game week one. He hasn't, you know, he hasn't gotten the ball a lot the last couple of games. You know, CD. The tight ends are getting the ball. They're spreading the thing around. That's the beautiful part about it because they have so many weapons, so many places for Dak to throw the ball to. He can get the ball to the open guy. It was funny because, you know, Ed Werder asked CeeDee today about Dak missing him on the touchdown. You know, he missed you when you were open. Then he went to uh, Cedric. You know, it wasn't that Dak missed him. Dak told us that he saw safety. He thought it was a guy with backside safety. So he came off a of CD because CD didn't get open first and did, you know, the old scramble drill that it hit said. But it's not a big deal. They got the touchdown. They went to said. That's what they, you know, they, they're happy for everybody's success. Especially when you're winning. Makes it easier when you win, too. Absolutely. And the coaches, it makes it easier. I'll say this Dalton Schultz, if he was the featured, complete featured tight end here, like some of the other tight ends are, he'd be top three in the league. Top three. Top three. Stop. Top three or five. Stop. Come on, man. Stop. Oh, my God. The, Come on, man. Stop. The guy proved it last year. Just stop it, man. He, I need you to he stop. Is, just he stop. is exceptional. John, you got a list? Stop it. Stop it, man. I don't think I'd go three. I could get him in the top ten, though. If he... <laughs> well, you, tight stop ends it. are so thin. Once you get past Kelsey, Kittle, not that and Waller, there's it's nobody that's, else, that's, baby. Not the, Logan uh, Thomas. Gronkowski. Hawkinson. Pretty good. But your boy in, in, in New England that was in Tennessee, there's, there's a lot of good tight ends in the league. Stop. He's not better than Jonu Smith, who gets two catches a game. No, he's not what, better than Do you play not fantasy yet. football? <laughs> See, that's probably all you care about is fantasy football. I watch the game. I'm talking about guys that produce. <laughs> he's this not, dude I, I, produces. He's I watch not, the I game. I don't, know, I don't know he's better than T.J. Hawkinson or it's Noah Fant. It's, 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 it's a lot of guys I'm out there. I'm saying if sorry. he was targeted like T.J. Hawkinson, he no, would be. Well, I don't no, know about that. No. Hey, he did put up 63 catches last yes. year in a season with four different quarterbacks. And the problem is that we're not saying he's a good player, but let's not put him top three, top five in the league. That's just. If he was targeted like them, no, he he was not. Hey, you know how we're going to find out though. Watch the game. Is in free agency because he's a free agent at the end of this year, and 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 someone's going to give him money, and it probably the Cowboys probably can't afford him. Which with all their weapons that they have, and obviously a draft coming up, they can do things. But if he was anywhere near what you would call affordable. It certainly makes sense to keep him because just the progression that he's made from last year to this year is and the is year before the last year we yeah. didn't see because we I mean I, I there was a question whether he should have been on the roster last year before the season because there was there was he a question beats about his mismatches future. he gets open it sounds like old lady too to me yeah. he's a better blocker than he was <laughs> no you're right he, he's he's a better blocker than Jarwin he certainly surpassed Jarwin as as the guy right now. he's gotten yeah. yeah he's gotten better all around see yeah. he, what he does is he hates your comment and then he sneaks back to it that's what <laughs> no Joe does. the problem he is goes, oh, you're crazy stop it the problem stop is it. that and then he ends up I, going, I, yeah he's I definitely reckon, the better tight end right I now I said of Jarwin <laughs> you talking about top five in the league hey, that's two different things Jarwin's a twenty two million dollar tight he needs to get out of Schultz's way, is what I'm He's saying. already out of Schultz's way. Schultz is the starter. 
Yeah, and he oh, just target him. Get him, get him ten <laughs> targets a game. Stop He'll it. be top okay. three in the league. Okay, so all right, wait, we're taking over a break. CD over Amari. I mean, stop it. No, Don't over the other tight stuff. ends in the league. Ten is what targets I'm a game. About. So what is real? What is real? This team is two and one. They're very excited. They're very fired up. The head coach is worried about success. And as Mashoda mentioned, Jimmy was in the stadium and said something very interesting. We're going to hear that, and we're going to mash this around. What is real about this team after three games? Next on Media Mash. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. New Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. You deserve it. I do deserve that. You deserve decadent flavor without sugar. And a day at the beach without sand getting everywhere. And a relaxing bath that your children don't interrupt. I deserve all that? It's really just a visual metaphor for Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. Everything you want, nothing you don't. A visual metaphor on the radio. I do deserve that. Dr. Pepper Zero Sugar. The zero you deserve is finally here. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at stetson.com slash cowboys. There's nothing as unique as our eyes, which is why Essilor pioneers ways to make lenses as unique as you. Verilux for super sharp vision, Essential Blue for protection, and Crizal for freedom from glare. Three cutting-edge solutions in a single unique lens. So whatever your needs, insist on Essilor. Visit your local Essilor experts and find the perfect lens for you. See more. Do more. Essilor. Back to Media Mash. Wow. There is no question that Clarence is grumpy on this Wednesday. I am not. My name is Steve Dennis. Clarence Hill's here. John Machote is here. Rob Phillips is here. We call it Media Mash. We're glad you're with us. Uh, we're throwing this around, uh, or we're about to. I'm just running down this list of tight ends in the NFL. I'm sorry. Oh, you got a list? You got, <laughs> I've got a list. You have a top three list? I, it's hard, man. It's a, good, it's a good list, though. I'm just saying. Well, no, the top three are given. <laughs> beyond the top three is wide I'm talking open. about beyond this line. It's got a lot of good tight ends. Yeah, you're, you're, he's naming guys that can't even get on the field. Yeah, Mark Andrews can't get on the field. OJ Howard, he who's, can't who, get on the who's field. Who's the guy in Baltimore? Can't get on the Mark field. Mark Andrews, okay. good player. Yeah, he's yeah, number he four. He is good. <laughs> Hawkinson's number five. Okay, don't, yeah, a lot, hey, of, guys, lot of guys. Trust guys. me, I'm 0 3. I'm scouring <laughs> in my fantasy league. I know I'm where they all are. Big Dallas Gordon. All right, back to business here. I want everybody to hear this. I thought it was fantastic. You guys all witnessed it. Uh, Chill's so grumpy, he's going to shoot it down. But it was a big, uh, it was a big gold jacket night. At AT&T Stadium Monday, all the Hall of Famers were there. They got their rings. Pretty special. That added to the greatness of the night, as you said, included by Dak returning 
to AT&T Stadium since he was hurt. Uh, all kinds of neat things going on. Uh, this was kind of a cherry on top of it all at halftime when Jimmy decided to unload this. The only thing other than that I've got to say, how about Jim Cowboys? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that's just pure greatness. Absolutely. And on a night like that, where now fans are nuts, all of you out there across Cowboys Nation, don't lie to me. You know you are pumped. This thing looks better than it's looked in at least three years. 2018, they won a playoff game. But uh, And then Jimmy throws this line out. First time he has said it publicly since they beat San Francisco in a classic moment in Cowboys history. So everybody's connecting the dots now. Oh, it's destiny? Yeah. Now now all the conversation this whole week is Jimmy was there to say, how about them Cowboys? <laughs> that, hey. and, and Marcus Spears said it on the network today. This is a Super Bowl team. Here we go. That's like a band just saying the name of the city they're in. You know, yeah. that's going to get an instant <laughs> right. instant reaction. It's 100% guaranteed. I, but true. I'll even go farther than that. I think it's – I don't think that there's anything that any Cowboy could – Cowboy player, coach, whoever living today, there's nothing that anybody could say that would get a bigger roar than Jimmy Johnson saying, how about them Cowboys? There's just nothing it on just that level. Perfectly. Nothing. I've always thought that, um, th- thinking of you talking about this being everything heading in the right direction, I've always thought that the team was kind of jinxed until Jimmy got put in the ring of honor. And like, what if he gets put in the ring of honor and then they win, like, they go to the Super Bowl like the very next year. It's the Bambino right. thing? Right, right. It's, that's all that had to be done. That's all that had to be done, and everything would have been fine. See, you know, this is this is my problem. He's getting his machine gun out. He's about to machine gun it all down. This is why McCarthy was talking about you devils. You devils in the media. You I devils fans. He, he did say devils. It's he the did. devils now, out there. Because No, he said every level of success you reach, there are, there's de- there's – Devils in right. He's talking about yeah. the cheese. He's talking about you know. So you like Marcus Spears? They say that that were time this to Super Bowl. They played three games. They haven't been okay. out there since 1995. That that is my. Pro- I've covered this team, and my problem is just like Steve. With all due respect, I I, I love what Schultz has done. He's played three games. Now we want to make a top three tight end in the league. He did can, we, can, we, can we see catches. more? I, can we see more? You are totally. Please, can we see more? You are totally right. But the, we, so what shirt somebody you, what, does something, what, it's all, let's go over the top. What shirt are you wearing right now? Is that a, is that, I know the shade. We're is that, back. Okay, that's the, it's, it's the, the same, same thing. thing. It's the same okay. thing with the long ones, yeah. you're right. Same but we go, thing. They do a half, they pee half a drop, we act like they pee a full I, drop. I half expected, they ain't pee a drop yet. I half expected Texas to be in the top ten. Because <laughs> it's, the, it's the same that's, thing. That's you get a big win, nice can we, win. Can we just... Can we let this thing lather up Chill. a little bit? But Chill. even, but even with that, Texas has never been on the national level right. that the Dallas Cowboys are. And so what happens is, and I agree with Chill to a certain extent, but you also got to look at this machine of what they are, what we're just doing right now. How many shows Dallas oh, Cowboys.com has? How many different people want to talk about the Cowboys all the time? So, yeah, there's other teams that play well a little bit. And you know what? There probably are a few local reporters that, you know, they sprinkle a little gasoline on the fire. But here it's it's going to come in bucket loads. And, and the, the Devils thing – 
that that's nothing new. Uh, the best one on all of those, even better than the not eating the cheese, is the, I think it was a year or two ago when Nick Saban said the thing about, you know, you guys are like, it's about like giving poison or whatever. He's like, you guys are like, what you put out there, it's like rat poison to these guys. You know what right. I would say to Saban? Saban. Hey, so I don't want to feed into Nick, it. Nick, shut up. You win every year. Shut up. And, and let us do whatever the hell we want. But that's why he does, that's why he wins. But, he, but let me make this statement. I, I'm, I'm as cynical, chill, as you in all of my years here in Dallas. You would agree with that. Uh, It was a victory. It was a vision victory to me, the Tampa game. Not a moral victory. A vision victory. I think if Cowboys fans want to go a little dipsy-doodle right now and overboard excited... Go ahead. Yeah, for sure. You haven't had it in so long. We the the night was so uh, with, with COVID finally. We hope winding down after everything that everybody's been through. It was a full stadium again. All the stadiums are full. Fans feel like it's a new beginning. I, let's get through all this crap and listen, make it about listen, the excitement hey, listen, again. So don't shoot it down. Listen to me. I'm not gonna, <laughs> listen to me. Listen to me, Steve. This this is it. Let, let's do this. Let's let's play. Let's 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 make a deal. Let's get to the bye. They got three games before the bye. If they're if they're five and one at the bye, they're they winning all three. Then we can talk. You know, you know, going with it, they're going to pull apart ourselves. We'll know what we are at Thanksgiving. There you go. Then Let's we get, can talk. Let's do that. Because I'm saying these are, enjoy these are, it right now. These are winnable games. Okay. Just let everybody you, you, you soak should, it up. You can beat Carolina. See, Carolina's good, but you should beat the Giants. And we, I'm sorry, Belichick is there, but this is not a good New England team. Go win at New England. And, I think and, that's go part, win at New England. I, I think that's part of what McCarthy's talking about. Go win I, at New I England. think everybody's kind of penciling for them sure. in for five and one. And oh, that's there's his a, problem, not our problem. There's an undefeated team coming in Sunday. That's you know, not the fans' problem. You, you know, problem. You know it's another point problem. in it, though, too, Steve, when you talk about like fans should be excited and enjoy it right now. Another key piece in all of this is the fact that a year ago, they saw their star quarterback's ankle pointing east and west, yes. and there was a lot of concern. And he wanted to get up and play. Right, and there was a lot of concern right, about when he comes back and plays for us. Yeah. When he came back, <laughs> how was he going to look? Then you go into training camp, like after this several months of like hearing different things of like yes. I don't know. He, oh, he had to have a second surgery now. Preach this is it, Michelle, this isn't going to go. this isn't going to be good. Then he gets to training camp, and it's like it's like oh, you know, he's got to pull himself out of practice, and then everybody starts talking about like oh, this this is going to be something he's going to have to deal with all year, and then. Not only does he come back, but he looks better than he's ever looked before. That's a key factor in all this because that's the most important position on the field. Thanks for that. Now, let's calm down a little. Let's, let's, let's bring it down and let's all be a little more reasonable. We, thank you. Thank you. Thank hey, you, rookie. Rookie, thank I, I'm you. I'm the one that typically wants to put the kibosh on things. Rookie. I don't know why you would do that right now. Oh. Let him dance naked, no. says me. Okay. But anyway. It looks okay. like they dance in the post-game locker room. Let's point out, let's have a little discussion here on what we think is real. All right? Forget the hype. Forget the start. What's real? All right, let's start with four. Does anybody disagree? He is real. He's real. Very real. Now, can I say top three in the league real, or are you going to yell at me? Whatever number you want to put on it, top five, top three, he's in that group, I think, now of – you can my, win any game my, you yeah, play in because he's playing. That's the most like, important thing. I hate this. We got. Why do we have to rank him? That's what we do, baby. But no, we don't jump, have to. Jump on. That's what we, we just, do. You, you, you said it all. He's real. 
He's the Cowboys franchise quarterback. You feel you can win with him no matter who you play. Right. You don't have to rank him. I'll okay. tell you why you rank him. It's because we've been in this business for a long time. And you go ahead and you go write that article about what you just said right there, and I'm going to go do a ranking, and we'll see who gets more clicks. And you know what? It's not even going to be close. That's not the point. It's about lists. And is that right? I'm not into that, though. I'm just just in this discussion, though. And that's you. And that's you. But I'm saying the big picture is that people do like that. They like those. But wait a minute. It's not not just the rankings. It's sort of, for example, my mentality right now is there's the two most excited cities in the NFL right now, Los Angeles over the Rams and Stafford, and Dallas over the Cowboys and Dak. And that's not putting a sheet out that goes, they're number one, they're number We always talk that way. It's so the, tough to put the Rams, though, in there. When, oh, when you they're not an exciting city. I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, like, the fan base, man, they're I'm telling not, you, when you go out not, there, it's just like, do they have? Sorry, not, that's not true. I'm not talking fans? about that. I'm just saying if we're, if we're looking for who made show up in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Who's got the most juice right now? <laughs> well, yeah. you're talking about the yeah. best teams, not the most exciting cities, though. All right. Um, now, is is Dak 77.5% completion percentage if, real? If That's go- a little. Yes. If they're going to throw underneath, <laughs> yes. If they're going to play over the top, he can do that all day, every day. All right. That's, that's, that's nothing. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, as a play caller, real? For sure. Real. We're going to put that in the real column. There's no doubts there. No, number one play call in the league. Let's rank them. There you go. Who's number two? <laughs> I don't know. Sean McVay? Sean McVay. Yeah. <laughs> He's real. Let's yeah, right. We actually did that upstairs today. <laughs> Danny McRae was like, who are the top play callers in the league? Where is Kellen's top three? That's what we do. That's <laughs> fun. I don't know, Danny. That's I mean, fun. Come on. All right. Uh, Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator in Dallas. Real? Yeah. Now, now when I that. say real, it's not going to be a mirage. We're not going to be. Not, we're not no. going to be on his First ass all, in he, six games. Un, unlike Kellen Moore, he had a track record. He had a resume. Everybody knew he was a great defense coordinator. The other issue is, since we're talking, since we're projecting, let's project this. Let's project this. Don't stand up. Please I'm, don't stand. Let's project this. Will the Cowboys <laughs> have to hire a new offensive coordinator, a new defense coordinator next year? After three games. Well, if, if, if they have to do both, somewhere, maybe. Uh-huh. if they have to do both, this team probably got to the NFC Championship game. Okay. I could see them one. I could see one regardless of how things go, having to replace. But if you have to replace two, they're just going to have to have a lot of success. That was that well, okay, I'm just saying. I don't know. I think it's possible because I, Dan Quinn, like you said, track he's gonna record. He's going to be a head coach again, and and Kel, everybody's looking for the next McVay. So USC so might Kellen Moore. I think it's possible. I think they're. You see, both getting interviews, I just think right? That, I just think that the young offensive mind is the thing that's like the copycat thing in the NFL. Whereas with Dan Quinn, I could see teams being like. Well, let's try something new. We saw him with Atlanta. Let's try a new, you know, younger guy or something like well, that. But if but if he fixes it, this Cowboys a, defense in one offseason, yeah, yeah, then yeah, it's, it's, that's you know, what I'm saying. But just but making the playoffs ain't going to do it. But that's just what I'm saying. It's a possibility. Well, well you know it's what? A possibility. You're the one that went way too early. That's what I'm saying. Since we're doing this, but since they're real, they're both real. I'll tell you this. I did I did spend the day with my favorite. Jones family member yesterday, uh, giving him eight shots, and he beat me scratch, which means I lost money. Uh, and we had this discussion with a table of 12 people. We had it yesterday. We felt guilty as hell. And I'm sitting there going, now, what is Jerry going to do to my favorite Jones family member, who I've known for 25 years? I said, what is Jerry going to do if this happens? If Quinn, if they go to the NFC Championship game, is how I put it, and lose. And teams come after Quinn, teams come after Kellen, and Jerry's 
Scott McCarthy. What's he going to do? It's way too early for that. But it's a guilty conversation we're all having. We should save it, though. I mean, now you Chill. want to save something. We already talked about the we fans going to the Super Bowl and tying. How about them Cowboys right. what, to what it quick, means? Real quick. Um, Destiny. Destiny. The, the, the team vibe. The team vibe. And, and when I mean that, you know, when, when you take into account that all of these guys have been out, Gallimore, Armstrong, D-Law, Wilson, Collins, Neal in this game, Watkins in this game, Joseph for the whole season so far, Gallup, uh, Amari's beat up. And who steps up? Everybody. Osa was awesome yesterday. No, two days ago. Two nights ago. Uh, they're all stepping up. Steele's playing great. Uh, Hooker is playing great. Uh, Cedric Wilson's doing his part. Dalton Schultz. Don't, don't say anything. Randy Gregory's back. The vibe of the team. Is, is it real? Or... Could it go the other way in a few games if they do what they did in 19 and lose three in a row? I think it's real, but I think it's like momentum. The spirit of a team can go up and down depending on the challenges that you have. And they've already had a ton, like you said, and they've come out okay with it. But more in- I hate to say this, but it's just a fact. I mean, more injuries will happen. COVID is still a possibility. We've seen guys go on the list. There's going to be more challenges. So I think I think it's real, but I think the team spirit part it, it's going to get tested constantly the rest of the way here, and it's going to see, we'll see how they respond to it, whatever it is. Diggs is real. Yeah, I mean, right. even, oh, but even ahead. but no, even with like some of the other, you know, you mentioned some of the free agents that have played, like even like a guy like J. Ryan Curse. I think that they that it'll it'll be real and it'll stay that way with a lot of these guys because. They're guys that sign like one-year free agency deals. Like they're going to be very motivated. There's nothing to rely, like rest on. Like, oh, I had, you know what? I had a good first three games. I yeah. kind of mail it in for the rest of the season. I'll get another deal off of just those three. No, you got to be good for an entire season. And that's what a lot of these guys that, you know, let's be honest, they've kicked the tires on a lot of one-year deal free agents that you haven't seen, you know, you know, big con- contributions. And you've already seen it from several different areas on this, on, especially on the defense. And it helps when your best player and your team leader it has a mass. He's on a mission. He's on an absolute mission coming off of last year. So you follow your best player, and when he's trying to overcome what he what happened to him last year, I think that that's a spirit lifter, if you want to say. D- Dak has me having so many thoughts watching him play these days. And the, the biggest one that is screaming in my head now is, please tell me that we're going to see another elite quarterback. And make no mistake about it, Romo was an elite quarterback. But he didn't win anything. He won two playoff games right. in a decade. Right. Please tell me we're not going to sit here and watch a Dak-led Cowboys team not sniff anything. He's halfway He's there. He's way too good. It, Tony was way too good. Yeah. And that I'm watching him. He's just playing at such a ridiculous level. And I can't remember the last time he had one of those Dak games where you go, ooh. That Dak was just no good. I mean, you got to go back a ways to find that. I mean, yeah, he, you got to go back to before Amari Cooper came. Ah, uh, nineteen. They had some of those games. Yeah, in Philadelphia. That's a was hurt. That's he a fair comment. Arm. That right. and they couldn't stop right. anybody. He was playing arm. behind. Yeah. you know, from behind a lot. See, I would almost make it about him and Kellen more than I would him and Amari. In fact, if Kellen Moore it's is Amari. if Kellen Moore is going to look Amari. for a job, he needs to he needs to go read all about Norv Turner and and be what he was to Aikman for Dak 
and win a couple of rings and then go become a head coach. Now, Norv didn't do real well as head coach, and who knows if Kellen will or not. Uh, but that, to me, would be a better plan. But I would make it more about Kellen and it, it, It's Amari. I'm sorry. Really? I mean, it, it's, I mean Kellen is, is calling that. Just look at this offense. You need weapons. You know, uh, where they were when at the beginning of 2018, was that 2018 when, when they yeah. were going to be great route running and we're not, you know, in the back shoulder world. and Alan and, and, brought, and they didn't have a number one. They didn't have should have taken one, Calvin and they, Ridley. And they, and they couldn't get 200 <laughs> yards passing a game. Yeah. Once Amari came, it changed everything. Dak took off, no and, doubt. And the confidence he got from that, and then you add into the relationship with with Kellen that just carried it to the next level. But having Amari getting confidence and be able to make plays that made the difference. All yeah, right. Well, point, it was though, a big too. night Monday night. And Amari had three catches for twenty one yards. To, well, I think it's what Joe means is to get old, them to get old. them headed in this direction. He needed another playmaker. If they could have got CD Lamb at the time, that would have been great too. But they needed somebody. But the other thing to your point is because I was listening to Bill Belichick today, just because this is going to be his first press conference before that they're obviously going to face Tom Brady, and he talked about watching this Tampa Bay team, and that this is the same offense, he says, that times ran in New England. And it made me think about Dak because I'm like, even, you know, Kellen's going to get a job, and if, it, if it's elsewhere, whoever the next OC is, it has to all be about just building off of what you have right now with Dak. Right. It's not, hey, oh, you're this new hotshot guy. What do you want to do? No, it's got to continuously be building off of what Dak wants That's to do. That's so true because, Clarence, he did have Dez. Early in his career, I mean, I'm saying he did he did have weapons in the passing game. I agree with you. Amari changed everything that year, but I do think there's some value to that. That he's he's in the same system, and I think Tony. It's unfortunate for Tony because injuries got him. But when he got into 14 and 15, like he was in complete control. Of that offense, he had seen everything that and, a defense and, and, could throw and at him. And, cha- and he used to change all of Garrett's plays. Well, okay. Yeah. See, I, I would. <laughs> he did. I'm, yeah. I'm going to throw this comment out. He did change but, all of Garrett's plays, and, and that's fine. I'm going to throw this win. comment out, and then I'm going to hurry and get to a break so you can't react. <laughs> See, to me, I, I the thing I love about Dak is he's relentless. He is relentless. Amari's not. He comes and goes. All right, coming up next. Coming up next. Is the NFC East a no-brainer after three games? And what about the rest of the NFC? The guy played with fractured ribs and he calls it not relentless. And we'll talk more, we'll talk more about the That's fabulous unfair. Sam Darnold tomorrow because he embarrassed the Cowboys once, uh, as I recall. We'll do that more tomorrow. But m- about the NFC East next on Media Mash. Hi, I'm Clint Tillerson with United Ag and Turf. Before you can park yourself in front of the game, park your yourself in a John Deere and power through your chores. Our Land Run package is a 1025R, 25 horsepower tractor with a loader, rotary cutter, and a box blade for $229 a month. And the price you see is the price you'll pay. No surprises. So don't miss another kickoff. Visit unitedagandturf.com. Offer ends February 1st, 2021. Restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Now let's get to work. The Cowboys way. Where 16 Hall of Famers and five championships shows us what success looks like. Where turkey is always the second best part of Thanksgiving Day. Where we are all defined by one single thing, the star. Where we as fans know it's our job to keep the tradition going. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the Dallas Cowboys and to support the quest of living life the Cowboys way. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. 
Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com slash cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com slash cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks. Free shipping. Honey, big news. Gary, are you okay? Oh, I'm not Gary anymore. I'm Jackie Flash. What? See, I want the latest smartphone, but the best deals are only for new customers. So to get a new customer deal, I changed my name to Jackie Flash. Okay, but the best smartphone deals at AT AT&T are for everyone, new and existing customers. That's huge. Then guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's not complicated. At AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details. Back, back, back to back. Media Mash. Oh, my gosh, and all the excitement of the big game Monday night. That Sam Darnold. That Sam Darnold is next. That team's undefeated. <laughs> what about Matt Rule? Hmm? Mm. Undefeated with that Carolina team. We'll get into all that tomorrow. We got some time right now, though. Uh, does it does it feel? Uh, you know, I got I got yelled at by probably you, Chill, last week, and I believe it was Nick on Thursday that joined you because what I wanted from the Cowboys this Monday night was a statement game. I didn't want them to beat the Eagles. I felt like they should make a statement and clobber them, and that's just what they did. And Nick is going, boy, that, boy, you're hard to please. It just seemed like they. They were in position to do it. And the Eagles, I'm sorry, Hurts is not ready. He's only played seven games. Different league going against Jalen Hurts. You know, if you want to put quarterback against quarterback, uh, which doesn't happen. But um, So, with the statement being made, the NFC East is a no-brainer, right? Washington's defense is a fraud. The Giants are the Giants. It's over, right? Well, I wouldn't say Washington's defense is a fraud, but I think the NFC East is exactly what we thought it was going to be. And it would have been this way last year if Dak probably doesn't get hurt. Now, I don't think that they would have pulled away and just, you know, run away with it. But if Dak stays healthy, I mean, heck, they almost won it without Dak uh, just because of how bad the division is. And you just look across it. And going back to what I said earlier, with Dak being healthy, that's the thing that you have to be most excited about because it's so hard to find a franchise quarterback. And clearly, all of these other three teams don't have that guy. And until they get that guy, like until you you wake up in the morning and you see that report that someone traded for Deshaun Watson or like an established quarterback, none of those other three teams should be on the same level as the Cowboys. It's a passing league. So, yeah, it comes down to quarterback play. I mean, when you just look at every division and the best team in the division probably has the best quarterback. I mean, it's it's it'll be interesting what happens in the AFC West because the Chargers actually have somebody. I mean, they just beat them. We'll see what happens in the rematch. But they have somebody that can actually go toe-to-toe with Pat Mahomes potentially. So, yeah, and there's nobody at the quarterback position in this division that's on Dak's level right now. It's just, just a, it's a fact. Did, 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 did Pat Mahomes send uh, Andy Reid to the hospital? What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. This, on, on this old guy, you, you guys know that, that, that Tony Romo sent Bill Parcells to retirement, right? 
I think he did. <laughs> with the with the with the snap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he couldn't I'm stand serious. the heartbreak, so he left. <laughs> I was like, and I that's the I, 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 I said I said let me make sure let me make sure Andrew Reed's okay. But I just wanted to make the joke. Did, I, Pat, did Pat Mahomes send him to the hospital with that that interception? That did? Like, he is okay. I know. I said we'll make yeah. sure he's okay. Yeah. Man, if Mahomes if Mahomes can give you health issues, <laughs> then oh everybody God. can. <laughs> no, but uh, that's one thing. We, we all know that Parcells, that Romo sent Parcells in the retirement. Well, I don't think it was just Romo. I think that whole team he built. <laughs> he, built he, he didn't want the heartbreak. Brady James, Terrence Newman, name whoever you want. Yeah, he, he just didn't think he built but, it to be tough enough to win. But speaking of this team, you know, uh, they they are the class of NFC. And I wasn't saying that they couldn't blow them out. I'm just saying for this Cowboy team just needs to get a win. The idea that you have to put the standard on them, that they have to have a blowout to make a statement, that wasn't necessary. Get the win. Build some momentum. That they did blow them out, that they did make a statement, all the better. And they did do that. Well, it's not about the points to me, Chill. It's about looking like they don't even belong on the field with you. Why, yes. It's about dominance. It's about. I mean, that first half it, was ridiculous. 19 they first did, downs to four. All of that, that that's true. Dominance. And, and what they should have done, but we, mm. did, we still at that point didn't know about the defense. We still at that point, especially with the with you know the more injuries on defense, not having Neil, you just didn't know. Just and again, you still having to mix and match, get through the game. Okay, to, that was my goal. To my point earlier, though, about Dak, um, yeah, they, it, I think we all agree those two teams didn't look like they belonged on the field together. Cool, take Dak off of the Cowboys, put him on the Eagles, and I think that you could say the same same exact thing, except it would be the Eagles. I really think that that's the difference. I think Jalen Hurts is not very good. He was not very good in that game. Dak's obviously an elite quarterback. If you gave the Cowboys, if you were like, it's going to be Cowboys versus Eagles, Dak's the quarterback of the Eagles, and the Cowboys come running out there with Cooper Rush, I could see I could see the, the Eagles boat racing. And the reason why you never believe in numbers, back to you thinking I'm a numbers guy, I'm really not, but you never believe in numbers? Hertz had a higher rating than Dak did in that game. Did he really? Yeah. No, the, not, I mean, not a quarterback rating. No, some, the, the some other one, the, some, the QBR. That, that, that no, made, okay, not that made up. Rating. That made yeah. up rating. 69.2. Uh, I mean, what a joke. I find it hard to believe that anybody could watch that game <laughs> yeah. and think those two quarterbacks belong in the not same class. Close, and, not, I mean, but let's talk about the whole division, though. And, and I did call I Washington's defensive fraud. Oh, my, my gosh. Buffalo just trucked them. Buffalo is good. They, but this just in. The week good. before that, team. Washington is stopping nobody. Yes, they don't have a quarterback. Well, you know, he's he's game and he's uh, enthusiastic, but Fitzpatrick – Fitzpatrick. It's Heineke right it's now. Not Heineke. Yeah. No, I'm saying Fitzpatrick. I'm, I was thinking for a minute, is it Fitzpatrick with the big beard or is it Fit, yeah, it's Fitzpatrick? They they would rather he had been the quarterback than Heineke, Yeah. Um, I think, although that could have gone south for him. But it wasn't about that with them. It's about their defense. It's about those monsters, and they're not monsters. I don't feel sorry for them because they could have taken Herbert. They want the defensive guy. They could have fixed their quarterback position for 15 years. Yeah, it's tough to say that though at the time. I mean, Herbert obviously looks great right now, but I mean, hindsight's twenty. No, I love that At, comment though. Most, most you, need you don't let those guys go. No, I know. I understand you need a quarterback, but it, they easily could have been Tua. And then, did you answer it for fifteen years? That's I'm true. talking about Herbert. Right. It could have been Tua. They could have made the decision. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But Herbert wasn't the number one guy that everybody. I, he. 
I'm the Chargers that, got lucky. I, I don't the know Chargers, if they got lucky. They absolutely but, got lucky. But, but they were my, willing to sit back there and take whoever my, fell to them. That, that was is, Go look but, back but at my, the stories. That's guess, what they said. Guess, guess we'll my, take whoever my, falls to us. My point is, it's your job. As, <laughs> they didn't as, want to make the decision. They did. They were like, if Tua's there, if it's if it's Herbert, we'll take whoever that, the guy that, is. That's fine. I'm just saying for Washington. I'm just saying for people feel because they still they still don't. And there's not one coming down the pike. You look at college quarterbacks. Yeah, it's awful. You, you, it's your job as a scout. To find the guy. The that's, it, the hardest, it, it, that's the hardest position the to scout. The only reason why I – see, I hate that kind of draft analysis. It's, it's not my job. It's, it's your job. No. But it's not easy hey, to just every, sit there and no, do that. Not, Herbert would have went one. Sometimes, Patrick Mahomes would have went one. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You take every the team missed on Dak four times. <laughs> in that draft, he's the, and, only, he's the only guy and, in that class who's still with the same team. And the right? Cowboys, and the, and yeah. the Cowboys missed on him too because they tried to get Lynch and no, Cook Wade, and whoever. Wade liked him. Wade Wilson liked him. No, yeah, he liked him. He did. They were trying to they draft did, to trade up for God Cook rest and, his soul. and, and wonderful yes. Wade. And Lynch. Yes. Of course they do. But I'm saying I'm not feeling sorry for Washington not having the quarterback because they could have taken a quarterback. It's real hard to they look did. at they drafts took Dwayne Haskins. that way. They oh, they took Dwayne Haskins. Oh yeah, they took that Buckeye. Don't give up on him. Buckeye, every quarterback ever done anything in the NFL. Justin Fields is about to. Ooh, how did he look last week? Boy, boy, he's, oh, ooh, it's, early. I'm, I'm, it's, oh. early. it's early. I just asked a question. He, he didn't he, ask you a know, question. He looked like Troy Aikman in 1989. Oh, that, that's the only thing now you would hang, hang, hang your, your hanger on. Now he's Troy Aikman. I won't go that far. Nah, well, Troy he got Aikman. clobbered that bad is what I mean. Oh, yeah. When Aikman got clobbered every game when he was a rookie. Um, <laughs> but, but, but it is all about the quarterbacks, and, and the three teams in the NFC East don't have one. Yeah, that, Hurts is good against Atlanta. You know, he looked great against Atlanta. He's gonna have Atlanta's horrible. He's gonna have certain games where he, he looks ready, but he's really not. So they're a given. They're gonna win the East by four or five games. Let, there's just no doubt about it. Now, but it's not about the East in the NFC. In the NFC, as we go a little broader, uh, I mean, I think it's a little early to put him in the championship game. But, <laughs> but just a, let him go six and one. Maybe <laughs> maybe at the bye when they're five and one. Uh, but but see, the NFC is not the AFC. You've got the Rams. Okay, you got Tampa, who just won a Super Bowl. Those two teams aren't going anywhere. Now you got a bunch of uh, what about Seattle? No, Car- what about Green Bay? No, what about, what about Minnesota? What, what about, about Arizona? Arizona? Arizona's good, Minnesota's good. And and San when Francisco. you San Francisco. San, what about yeah. New Orleans? No, 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 no. no. New Orleans good. No, 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 no. They're good. They're, They're a good. good team. What are you talking They're about? No. Team. Why do you say no? Did you Why watch would you week say 1? No? Because you're you're at the stadium. I've got all eight games on which in game, front of me. Which game you watch? You just watched the Carolina game. I've watched all three of them. Winston is my backup fantasy quarterback. They're Whoa, good. he's a problem. No, he's not all he's, He is a pro, he's he's hot and cold. But he no. had two good games, one bad game. No. New Orleans looks very thin. Sorry, they look very and they, and thin. They, and they got and they got guys coming back. Their best receiver will be back by the time they play the Cowboys. He's a Buckeye. But uh <laughs> <laughs> but, And you have to play him in New Orleans. And that place is gonna be crazy. I don't believe in New that Orleans. That place will Sorry. be crazy I don't. after not being able to have fans and being displaced again. I'm with Chill. This that, conference is loaded. This man. conference is it, loaded. It's loaded. It's not loaded like the AFC. But who's in the AFC? I think it's deeper. Oh, I'm sorry. Chiefs, Buffalo, Two. Chargers. Uh, Cowboys already beat the Chargers. There's maybe two, Cleveland. I've seen two teams. Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore. Who, who, who Tennessee. Who, 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 who just robbed Detroit of a win yeah. because the clock yeah, ran out? Baltimore's I, not that good. I don't good. know that Baltimore is better than the, than NFC, the Saints, to be honest I mean, with you. The, I don't know the, the Cardinals already oh. both raised Tennessee. I don't oh. 
No. I, don't, I don't. I don't think you know how bad the Lions are. Yeah, yeah. For yeah, them yeah. to sit there yes. and, and, no, and play I, with I, their food against I, the Lions is I, embarrassing. I'm sorry. They needing a 67 yarder to beat them. Detroit native, when, right there. I mean, yeah. they're you know, bad. And, 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 <laughs> There's some emotion and, there. And I'm a fan of the Baltimore. Kicker. I thought the Ravens were. <laughs> if they were for real, they would have. They yes. would have blown them out. I well, mean, I, th- they, I think they, you they, can. They sooner dropped about three touchdown passes. Hey, Dan Campbell. Hollywood dropped about three touchdown passes. He did. He's building something up there. In oh, I like He's biting kneecaps. I will always like And I love all of them. I love him. I love the defense coordinator. I love Anthony Lynn. All of them. Yeah. But yeah. I think but, NFC but, is but deeper. It, top it, to bottom. I'm sorry. AFC is. NFC. 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 Top to bottom. I think It's better when you add the Cowboys to the mix. It's deeper. Yeah, but you got to throw Philadelphia, Washington, and the Giants I'm out. I'm just talking about the top-heavy guys. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about the top-heavy guys. I mean, guys. there's some garbage now in Ar- the NFC. Arizona's good, man. Arizona's good. Could their quarterback be. is coming. They're good. Could be. That whole damn division be. could make the playoffs. First of all, yeah, you I mean, just said, you said Tennessee was good, but you think you're going to say Arizona could be good? Arizona boat race Tennessee. Well, it seems to me Tennessee has recently been in a conference championship game. Okay, but just, we're talking about this year. Arizona. You, 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 said Tennessee, you said Tennessee was one of the good teams in the AFC, and I recall Arizona beating them by double digits this year. Yeah. Yeah, but but Arizona's not good yet, but Tennessee is. Make it make sense, Steve. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, I'll tell you <laughs> make, how. Make it make sense. I'll Steve. tell you how it makes sense. It doesn't. Every team we are talking and they about did it on the road. They did it at home. One thing, as you've been saying the entire hour, Kyler Murray, Josh Allen. Matthew Stafford, who is the right guy in that offense. Well, back to your Tennessee Jack thing. I don't, I don't put Ryan Tannehill. Well, now he was them. last year. Yeah, if I he's going to play like <laughs> he did in week one this year, they're in trouble. But if Kyler Murray played like he'd been playing all year. Kyler Murray is playing at a ridiculous level. <laughs> you know, and all the good teams, you better have that guy. See, right. that's why Green Bay, you can't ignore. Um, now, Minnesota. New but Orleans. He can, he, can, he can get you to the playoffs. <laughs> New Orleans got me so excited after week one. Oh, there's going to be some low lows, but there's going to be some high highs well, the, the there, thing too. about week two, we, we, we fail to accept that with New Orleans. Uh, number one, Carolina's a very good defense, but they're continually displaced. They were playing at practice TCU. They were out without, like, seven coaches with COVID. Did they just get home? You know, they had a number of players. There were a number of players. They've been out, through some stuff. They, number of players out week two. So I don't. I, it you doesn't change throw. the fact that they need better quarterback play. Period. He was not bad except for week two. He was not bad he, last week or week one. He was pretty bad in week three. He, he, uh, I'm me, sorry, uh, he was pretty bad. Oh, let me look. Since you're a number I mean, guy, and by the way, Kamara is one of the best players in the game, and they can't get him the football. Yeah. They've got issues on offense, and Sean Payton is in love with Taysom Hill again. <laughs> so let's just run him all over the place while they're scoring no points. You know, it's funny we bring up Sean Payton. I I got friends who say the Cowboys should have let Bill Parcells go to keep Sean Payton, and. <laughs> That's another. That's a Justin Herbert. I would love that discussion. Jerry going, hey, Bill, come here, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh. you, you should, they should have never let oh. Sean Payton get out of here. Well, I think your same friends are probably saying the same thing about the current situation, that's, too. That's why we yeah. talked about yeah. it. They said, you, you can't let Kellen Moore go. You got, I don't you, think you, you can. You know, you Kellen can't let, Moore, you can't what did let he Kellen say? Moore jog, what did he say yesterday to you guys? He said, no, I love it here. Yeah, he does, but it's going to be hard for him to turn down. He's got to be North Turner just for a couple of years. It's going to be hard to turn down. Garrett turned down jobs, too. 
Yeah, but, yeah, I, but I, can I go back to Norv Turner and not Garrett? He's got to be Norv Turner. It's going to be tough, though. I mean, I don't. I can't, you can't fault a guy if he gets an offer to be a head coach in the NFL, and because you can't just assume those opportunities are always going to be. That's what I said to the family member. I said Jerry is going to have a very tough decision. What's he going to do? Is he going to stick with McCarthy and let Kellen and Quinn go? Because yeah, they got uh, who, who's the quarterbacks coach? Mine's gone blank. Doug Mus- Nussmeyer? Nussmeyer. They, they're grooming Nuss. That's why they were grooming Nuss in the preseason. Let all me right, see your play calling, Nuss. Rookie uh, Beamer see your play calling, Nuss. Beamer's been doing this all day. So is Rob, though. I mean, it's just it's Time just flies when you're having show fun. after show check, after check show here on Chris Dallas Cowboys. Room. Check this out. They get paid to do this. Did you just Did you just hear me say it's time to go, Chill? I mean, <laughs> what do I have to do? I'm what? hungry. Let's go eat. <laughs> what do I have to do? Y'all feeding us? Uh, Can I get food? Thanks to Beamer for doing what he does. We'll be back tomorrow at 4 o'clock, guys. Again, thanks for letting me talk some Cowboys with you. Tomorrow, it's Chill, it's Nick Eatman, and it's Jory Epstein. We'll be here. Fabulous force, and we tee off at 4 o'clock. Join us. Have a good Wednesday night. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!